Hello and welcome to Highgrove Online. My name is Tom and this is Rosie and it's great that you could join us here this morning. We're currently streaming on Facebook, on YouTube and on the Highgrove website. Uh, so please do leave a comment to say hi and especially if you're joining us for the first time do feel free to drop an email through to hello at highgrove.church so we can get to know you a little bit better. So in our service today we're going to be having some times of worship we're going to be catching up with Annie and Jimmy. We've got an interview with Andrew Street and Rachel Riddle is going to be continuing our isolation toolkit series. Okay, I'm going to pray now uh, before we hand uh, over to Ed to lead us in some song worship. So let's pray. Father God, thank you that we are still church together even when we're apart. Thank you for your love for us and we pray that we will love you more and love those around us more. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. It's lovely to see you. I hope you're well. Uh, we're going to sing some worship songs together now. So I just want to ask you to, to join in with me. Uh, the words will appear on the screen below me here. We're going to start by singing uh, a song that says this. To you, our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy. You alone are worthy. And it goes on to say in the chorus, we welcome you with praise. And, and that's what we want to do. We not only want to sing that with our mouths, but we also want that to be our attitude. You know, what we're feeling as well, that we're, we're wanting to welcome uh, the presence of God as we worship. So why don't you join with me now? Uh, we're going to sing this together. Let our praise be your welcome. Let our praise be your welcome. Let our songs be a sign. We are here for you. We are here for you. Let your prayer come from heaven. Fill our hearts with your life. We are here for you. We are here for you. Sing to you, our hearts are open. To you, our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy. You are worthy, God, your fire for now. Let our shout be your anthem, your renown, fill the skies, we are here for you. It's only for you, God, we are here. Hearts are open to you, God. You are hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. 
gathering together and, and knowing you're with us there. But thank you, Lord, in our homes, in the places where we are at the moment, that we can be confident that you are with us. And we have that same prayer today. Lord, would you uh, be welcome uh, amongst us as we worship today? Amen. Amen. We're going to sing uh, a song now with some actions. And I've got some helpers helping me out with that song. Um, it's a song called Bigger Than Big. And um, we're going to go for it. And see, this is a chance to Make sure you're up out your seats. Um, make sure you get a bit of room around you because there's a chance to kind of dance around a bit and do some actions. And uh, we're going to go for it. Oceans deep and wide. God, you made the trees so tall. Your love is bigger than it all. God, you're bigger than big, stronger than strong. You're mightier than mighty, and louder than this song. Just how big you are 
oceans deep and wide God you made the trees so tall Your love is bigger than it all God you're bigger than big Stronger than strong You're mightier than mighty guys lots of fun fantastic well we're going to sing one more song together um, and it's called it's a song called who you say i am um, today it's really fantastic we've got uh, a group from devo that are leading that song with us so i'm going to hand over to them now Oh 
Thank you, Ed and Devo, for leading us in worship. A big shout out, especially to Toby, Alex and Nir for taking the time to put that all together. Great work. So now we're going to hand back over to Ed, who caught up with Andrew Street earlier this week to look at the increasing need in Bristol during this coronavirus time and how the church is stepping up to this need. Over the last few weeks, we've been thinking a bit about some of the needs of the the city in this kind of exceptional, extraordinary time at the moment. And, um, you know, we've been sort of looking and praying about a number of those, but I'd just love it if you could just give us a, a quick overview of, you know, some of those key critical needs in the city at the time, and particularly, you know, what are some of the ways in which the churches are responding and how we as Christians can respond to those? There are some critical needs. If you were to ask Marvin as mayor, what would they be? Uh, he'd certainly flag up um, concerns about food supply, basic food supply to the city. Um, and I think you'd also be concerned about family life. Um, you know, a lot of people in lockdown and the implications, uh, particularly for, for children that are in care, foster care. Um, and those are two areas, um, fostering and, and food poverty, particularly where um, the church has been engaging with it, even before the crisis arrived. And I think um, a real opportunity now to step up to the mark even more. Um, I think many will be, be aware and may have seen on uh, on the, the website the fact that we have such a large number of um, older foster carers and therefore uh, they themselves have to self-isolate. So we could have up to 85 children who need alternative support. Uh, we've already had over 40 families that have come forward to offer uh, the possibility of being considered as emergency foster carers. It takes a bit of a process to go through uh, to be uh, approved, but the response has been has been great. And, and um, uh, obviously that doesn't necessarily um, be convenient for everybody, but um, just prayerfully considering it um, and actually just praying for the situation, praying into that in the context of, of that huge vulnerability that, that there would be a real sense of God at work in, in speaking into the lives of some across the churches who may be able to offer support, uh, but also protection over those children as they go through that process. And similarly, I think, you know, in terms of the, the food um, poverty issue, it's something that is a church across the city. And of course, there's high growth we've been involved in for, for, for many years. And the reality is that that need is still there and that need is growing by the day. And, and we still have no real idea as to how big the demand will grow. But as um, people are, are facing potential redundancy over the coming months, uh, as the whole challenge of uncertainty around employment and income grows, um, then there's no question that there'll be more people who are looking to support from um, food banks and other similar um, activities across across the city but the way the church has responded has been phenomenal uh, just to give you a, a bit of a feel for that uh, as many will know we have our own um, food bank locally Bristol Northwest run by Emma there are two others in North Bristol and a, and a number of independent food banks in South Bristol um, and um, over the last two weeks we've seen at least three new emergency food banks set up all by churches and I am sure 
that um, we will have extraordinary opportunities to share that, 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 that message of hope, that good news. Um, and, uh, and God's going to break into many lives simply by reaching out and offering that practical support, yeah. whether it's around fostering and particularly around just basically me meeting people's physical needs of, around, around hunger. Uh, I'm sure that uh, we're speaking something of God's heart of love into a city um, and that city will be touched by that big time. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that. Thanks so much. Now we're going to take time to pray about these situations. The prayer points will come up on the screen. Hi all, I want to tell you about something starting this week which I'm super excited about. It's called the Prayer Course and a number of us are meeting together virtually to start the course this Tuesday evening at 7.30. Check out this video. checking out our services on a Sunday morning and would like to connect with us more by getting to know a few people, then this course is for you. If you've not really given prayer much thought before, but with all that's happening in the world, you found yourself praying and you want some help to understand prayer more, then this course is for you. And if you're just bored on a Tuesday night and want something to do, then this course is for you. It starts this Tuesday, 28th of April at 7.30pm and lasts for about an hour. The course lasts for eight weeks and whether you live near us in Bristol or anywhere else in the UK or indeed anywhere in the world, then you're really welcome to join us. If you want to find out more about it, then send an email to me at hello at highgrove.church or fill in the contact form on our website and we'll send you details of how to join in. We're really looking forward to seeing you this Tuesday evening. Now for the younger people in our church community, we have two special pages on our website. That's highgrove.church slash devo dash online and highgrove.church slash kids dash online. 
And Devo Online contains loads of information about what's going on for our youth, including how to get involved with the weekly catch-ups, uh, the small groups and the weekly challenges. Now, if you haven't already seen this week's challenge, it's to throw a piece of bread into a toaster. Now, if you've uh, been able to do it already, maybe leave a comment um, telling us how many attempts it took you uh, to do that. Good luck. For younger children, Kids Online has information about their weekly Zoom session, um, alongside loads of stories, videos, and other exciting activities to do throughout the week. So, if you're in Devo or a parent of a child, go to Devo Online or Kids Online to keep up with up to date with everything that's going on. So next we're going to pass over to Annie and her new friend Jimmy to find out about what we're all going to be learning about this week. So, right, <laughs> why did the toilet paper roll down the hill? I don't know. Because it wanted to get to the bottom! Sorry about that. Hello! Welcome back to our house. Um, Jimmy, it's been a week since you've been here with us. And it's, we've had quite a good week, haven't we? Yeah! Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. Shall we show everyone what we've been up to? Yeah, let's. Toolkit series, can hardly say it. Um, we're looking at the fruit of the spirit, and last week was the um, strawberries of love. That's right. So let's see what we've got this week. What's in here? What's <gasps> what is it? One orange. Another one. We've got quite a few. Oh, oh, oh yummy! Oh, love oranges. Oh, me too. We've got oranges. Hmm, but it doesn't say what they stand for. <gasps> it says there's a quiz to help us find out what they stand for. Are you up for a quiz? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys are quizzes. You can join in too. Right, let's make a bit of space. There we go. Okay, it's a picture quiz. Here's the first picture. Ta da! What's that? Hmm, hard to say, it's very pixelated. It's oh, it's a man! Oh, it's a man, what's he doing? Uh, he's... Uh, jumping! Yay! Jumping! Yay! So jumping. much fun! You love jumping, don't you, Jimmy? Yes, I really do. You I do, absolutely brilliant. Right, next jump. picture! Jump! What's that? Oh, it looks like round circles. Something round uh, and brown. Round circles? Yeah. 
Maybe some sort of biscuit. Yeah. Cookie. Yes. What kind? Oreos. Oreos. They're my favourite biscuits. Oh, they are so delicious. They're so good. They make lockdown better. Absolutely. Right. Next picture. Okay. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, I'm not sure about this one. Oh, it's a hand. It's a hand. Yes. And and a phone. Yeah. And. And they're watching, what are they watching? Uh, YouTube! Yeah. YouTube! They're watching YouTube! We're watching YouTube! Yeah. Yes, we love watching YouTube together, don't we? We do! Yeah, oh, yeah we watch PE fun. with Joe in the mornings! Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it's always good, and we watch lots of fun videos together, always together! together. Yeah. So, um, what, so, what do jumping, Oreos, and YouTube have in common? Think. Oh, why? J jumping, oh, Oreos. Why? Oh, you went there first. Letter, okay. First, we're going somewhere. Joy! Joy! It's Joy! It's Joy! It's right. it? J for jumping. J for jumping. O oh, for the Oreos. Oh. Why? joy even when you're sad yeah what yes I don't understand you're not you're not making any sense Annie well it's like this we're talking about the fruit of the spirit right and the Holy Spirit can give us this incredible joy on the inside if we ask him to we just have to ask him for it mm. and it's a joy that never ever runs out. Wow. It's there even when life is difficult, it's there even when life is sad, even when we don't have anyone around us to comfort us and help us. God's joy can always be with us because he is our friend who never leaves us. Wow. And that is such good news. Wow, that's so much better than just an orange or feeling happy. That's right, wow. exactly. I think I'll get it. To Rachel now, who will tell us more about joy, and we will see you again very soon. Bye bye. Wise words there from Annie and Jimmy. Yes, joy can coexist with lots of other feelings and emotions, and that's what we're going to be thinking about as I speak to you this morning. Now, my name's Rachel, and I'm so glad to be here. And one of the perks of lockdown has been that I've had the opportunity to come along to Highgrove Online most Sundays. I've been dipping in, and uh, so thank you for having me this morning. And we're going to be thinking about joy, and I want to start by asking you a question. What brings you joy? What brings you joy? I expect for a lot of you, some of the things that normally bring you joy are things that you haven't really been able to experience or get involved with since lockdown has happened. And I don't know about you, but it does feel a little bit weird. And the normal things that might bring you joy, like being together as high grade church community, socialising, holidays, work, just hanging out with family and friends when you want to and how you want to. All those things have been taken away 
And for me, I'm really missing being with my family. I'm missing seeing my elderly mum. I'm really missing seeing my, my son and his wife. And those relationships really bring me joy. So I am, yeah, I'm struggling a bit. I'm finding it hard. And so for most of us, probably the normal things that bring us joy are probably a little bit elusive at the moment. They've been stripped away. Our lives have been stripped back a little bit. And it's often in these times when other things bubble up and we're able to, I guess, use these, this season as an opportunity to think about some of the stuff that is in us. And when life is busy and when life is full and life is, has lots of the good stuff in it, we can feel like we're doing fine, we're fine in our spiritual lives, our walk with Jesus is going well. But then when the hard times come, when the normal things that bring us life and bring us joy are taken away, sometimes this is the great opportunity to have a little bit of an audit, a little bit of a review to see how things are going, going on in our own lives. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to think about joy because the normal things that bring us joy have been taken away. The normal things that might make us feel happy, might make our, our emotions lift, make a smile come to our face, make us feel like we're alive, maybe aren't there so much anymore. So this is what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to be thinking about joy. And I want to start off with a, a dictionary definition. And I went to the internet because everything's online these days. I went to dictionary.com and this is what they said was joy, the definition. Joy is the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying. Joy is the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying. And I really like that definition because we cannot think our way into joy. We can't intellectually make ourselves feel joy by understanding exactly what it is. Our brain cannot lead the way with joy. Joy comes from the heart and from the soul, it comes from the emotions. It comes from that place which is really hard to pinpoint and really hard to actually sort of find in us. But we know that heart soul space in our lives is the place where we experience and feel joy. And the Apostle Paul links joy intrinsically with the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I'm going to read the same passage that Ed read last week because it's so good and it just it really nicely seats joy in amongst all the other great things that the Holy Spirit grows in us. <clears throat> but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Or to put it another way, the joy that we experience in our hearts and in our souls will be a sign that the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives. The joy that we experience in our heart and soul is going to be a sign of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives because it's the Holy Spirit that grows the joy. It's the Holy Spirit that grows the joy. So if, if 
it's the Holy Spirit that grows the joy in us, what part do we play in this process? Are we just kind of passive? We just kind of say, God, do your stuff as we get on with our lives. No, we're not meant to be passive. We're meant to be proactive in pursuing the fruit of the Spirit, proactive in pursuing the Holy Spirit. And I want to mention two things that I think we can do to help grow joy in our lives. And the first one is make space for the Holy Spirit's power and presence. Make space for the Holy Spirit's power and presence in our lives. As you surrender your will to the Holy Spirit day by day, moment by moment, minute by minute, as you invite him in to inhabit your life, your days, you know, the stressful moments with the kids, maybe the isolated moments, the sad moments, the difficult moments, as we keep inviting the Holy Spirit into every single place and space that we find ourselves in, he will grow joy in us. It is his work. We cannot do it ourselves, but we need to keep surrendering our lives to him, keep inviting his power and his presence into, into our lives, into our hearts, into our minds. And that is what Paul is talking about when he says, keep in step with the Holy Spirit. The second thing we can do is to keep loving Jesus. Keep loving Jesus. When the angel announced Jesus' arrival in Luke 2, he said this, I bring you good news that will bring great joy. It will bring great joy. Knowing Jesus is good news. And when we have a relationship with Jesus, that is not only good news for the world, but that is good news for us. When we grasp that we've been forgiven, that God loves us, that our sin has been removed from us, that our lives have purpose, that we have a heavenly destination that we're heading to, and that our eternity with Jesus is, is, is unshakable. Nothing can take that away from us. When we grasp those things deeper and deeper, then we're, we will really have a deeper understanding of what it means to know joy what it means to love Jesus, what it means to experience his love. And that process of just keeping close to Jesus, enjoying him, will grow joy in our lives. And even though suffering might come and the hard stuff will come, which it will, we can still know joy in those places and spaces. And the early church was often talked about as a being a joyful community and they were they lived under great persecution they lived under great pressure and things were not easy for them but they were known as a joyful community and Barnabas and Paul um, are run out of town after being um after preaching and this is what Luke writes in Acts about them it says and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit so pressure and difficulty can coexist with joy. The two things are not mutually exclusive. I was speaking to my housemate this week and about joy, about the sermon and what she thought about it, getting her input. And she said this, I thought I knew what joy felt like before I became a Christian. But now that I know the joy of my relationship with Jesus, I realise that the two types of joy don't even compare. Before, 
Joy was more like fleeting moments of happiness, which were dependent on my circumstances. But now joy is a deep emotion, which has become the undercurrent of my life. I love that. I love that. A deep undercurrent to my life. And that's what joy is. And that's what only the Holy Spirit can grow. So as we make space for the Holy Spirit in our lives, as we keep loving Jesus, joy will grow. It's not about us trying harder or being better or being gooder. It's a work of the Holy Spirit as we lean into our relationship with Jesus and as we surrender our lives to him. But I want to just mention two other things because I think we're living in days where joy and the things it brings into our lives is really something that can be useful and helpful for us in these days. Because joy is intrinsically linked to other things as well. And I just want to mention two things because I think they're really pertinent to us at the moment. And the first thing that the Bible links joy to is endurance. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says this about Jesus, that because of the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. As Jesus looked forward to the joy that was ahead of him, it gave him the endurance and the strength and the resilience to walk through the hard times that he was gonna face. And as we experience joy now, and as we anticipate joy in the future, it will grow our endurance for today. As we experience joy now, and as we anticipate joy in the future, it grows our endurance for today. And if life in lockdown has taught us anything, it is teaching us how we need to endure, how we need to endure in our relationships with our families as we're all sort of together the whole time, or how we can endure on our own in lockdown or with difficult housemates in lockdown, how we can endure with our prayer to keep praying with faith and not fear, how we can endure being people who are thankful, who choose gratitude, so that our hearts remain soft towards Jesus. How we can endure trusting in God to walk us through these difficult days, knowing that he loves us and he's for us. So joy will bring endurance as we lean into Jesus and as we welcome the Holy Spirit in our lives. And the second thing that the Bible links to joy is hope. And Psalm 30 verse 5 says this, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favour lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. If you are a follower of Jesus, you will know that just like everyone else on this planet, you are not immune to suffering or hardship or weeping or grief or anxiety or stress. We are afflicted with these same things like everybody else is. And life in a pandemic means that many of us are struggling with lots of things like that, with grief, with pain, with sickness and illness and disappointment. But however you're feeling right now and whatever pain and hardship you are experiencing, there's a promise in this verse that we can trust in and be hopeful for. Joy will come. 
joy will come. And I love the comparison that it sort of says in this verse about, you know, pain and suffering, maybe tears in the evening, but joy comes in the morning. And often there is a bit of a delay and there's tension in that delay, isn't it? Because we don't want to stay in the place of pain and suffering. We want to be in the place of joy. But however long that, that tension is, how that space is, we can know that joy will come. Joy will come. As you lean on the Holy Spirit, as you love Jesus, and as you welcome the power and the presence of God in your life. So, as I finish, you know, the world needs joyful people right now. It really does. And joyful people are a sign that Jesus is Lord and that we have a future hope that is settled and certain and that God is with us and that how, however uncertain our days feel and seem and look and however hard it is, and we have to be honest about the hard stuff, but how with all of that, we can be sure that God is with us that he's walking with us through our lives, that he wants to provide for us. We, he wants to, to give us his peace and he wants to give us his joy. And so I'm just gonna end by praying for us and I'm gonna invite the Holy Spirit because we cannot do this on our own. And so wherever you are, I'd love you to just maybe open your hands and just even rest them on the palms, on, the, on your legs, with your palms open as a sign which is saying to God's spirit, I need you. I need you and I'm surrendering my stuff. I'm surrendering my angst, my fear, my disappointment, my trying hard. I'm surrendering all to you and I wanna invite your Holy Spirit to come. So maybe just do that and join with me and I'm gonna pray for us as we finish. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now into this moment we ask you to come and to fill us with your holy spirit we ask you to come and bring your joy into our hearts into our minds into our souls we pray right now that there be breakthrough in our homes <laughs> that across the high group community and those others looking in to this video We'll experience a breakthrough of your joy, a lightness in our spirits as our emotions lift. I pray for those that have lost their joy, that you would deposit joy in, into their hearts in this moment. I pray for those that want to see joy grow, that God, this week, you would be growing joy in their hearts and souls. And help us to be people of joy, people whose relationship with you means that we bubble up and overflow with joy so that we can be a sign of your kingdom to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Rachel, for those helpful thoughts. Rachel's also given us some questions to think about uh, in relation to the subject of joy. So the first question is, how joyful are you? Ask someone you trust how joyful they think you are. The second question is, who do you know who is a joyful person? Send a message right now to ask them to pray with you this week that the Holy Spirit would increase your joy. 
And lastly, make some space each day to intentionally welcome the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in your life. At what point in the day will you do this? Perhaps set an alarm to remind you. Back over to Tom and Rosie. Uh, we're going to head into worship now to give us a chance to reflect on what we've just been hearing about. Now, during that time, there's the opportunity to have someone pray for you. Today, our prayer ministry team is Deborah, Roland, Rachel and Sean. If you would like prayer, please send a text or WhatsApp to the number on the screen now. Or you can email hello at highgrove.church and one of these lovely people will get back to you to pray for you. Uh, we're going to sing a song that very simply says this. I believe you are the way, the truth and the life. It's a great song to be uh, singing in the season that we're in at the moment. The chorus is really easy to pick up. I'm just going to teach it to you. Um, do join, join with us as we, we worship using this song. I believe you are the way, the truth, the life. I believe you are the way, the truth, the life. What are you singing with me? I believe. I believe you are the way. The truth, the light, and I believe you are the way, the truth, the light. I believe through every battle, through every heartbreak, through every circumstance. I believe that you are my fortress, you are my portion, you are my hiding place. I believe you are the way, the truth, the life. I believe you are. I believe through every blessing, through every promise, through every breath I take, I believe that you are provider, you are protector, you are the one I love, I believe you are. I believe you are the way, the truth, the light. I believe you are. Yes, we believe you are. You're the one and only. Yeah. It's a new horizon, and I'm set on you. 
And you made me here today With mercies that are new All my fears and doubts They can all come to you Because they can't stay long When I'm here with you It's a new horizon And I'm set on you And you made me here today With mercies that are new Though my fears and doubts They can all come to Because they can't stay long Cause I believe you are The way The truth The lie I believe you are set on you and you meet me here today with mercies that on you all my fears and doubts they can all come to because you can't stay long when I'm here with you we're here with you sing a song called King of Kings and uh, the chorus goes like this, praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit three in one, God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King of Kings. Let's lift our voices together, declare this uh, as we close. darkness we were waiting without hope without light till from heaven you came running there was mercy in your eyes to fulfill the law and prophets to a virgin in the word from a throne of endless glory to a cradle Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King.
reveal the kingdom coming and to reconcile the lost to redeem the whole creation you did not despise the cross for even in yourself you saw to the other side knowing this was our salvation Jesus for our sake Praise the Father. Praise the Father. Praise the Son. Praise the Spirit. Three in one. God of majesty. Praise forever. Till that stone was moved for good, for the Lamb conquered death. And the dead rose from their tombs, and the angels stood in all For the souls of all who come, to the Father are restored. And the church of Christ was born, then the angel in the plain. Now this gospel truth of all. Shall not kneel, shall not fail. By his blood and in his name, and in his freedom I am free. For the love of Jesus Christ, who has resurrected me. Let's sing it one last time. Praise the Father, praise the Son. So I'm going to pray now uh, before we finish our service. Thank you, Lord, that we've been able to come into your presence this morning. Thank you that whatever is happening in the world around us, we can have an overwhelming joy within us through knowing you and your love for us. Please help that overwhelming joy become an overflowing joy 
reaching those around us. Amen. Amen. So that brings us to the end of our service this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week and stay safe. Well, good morning. Welcome to Highgrove Online. Uh, it's wonderful to have you with us. My name's Ed and this is Isaac. Uh, this, is our, this, this service is going right now on Facebook, on our YouTube channel and on our website. If you're watching on Facebook, give us a shout out in the comments. Let us know you're there. In fact, because we're nosy, what we'd really like to know is what have you started doing during lockdown that you weren't doing before? Might it be exercise, playing a game, baking or learning a musical instrument? We'd love to hear about it. Write your answer in the comments. Well, looking forward to having a look at those. Um, if you're tuning in for the very first time, we want to give you an extra special welcome this morning. Uh, we really hope you enjoy your time with us today. You know, whether uh, faith is your kind of thing or not, we, you know, we really hope that you find this morning fun. We hope that you find it inspiring and engaging um, and really friendly this morning. So, um, but we want to invite you this morning, not only to, to watch, uh, but, but also to, uh, to belong. Um, actually, you can join uh, in with our church community, not only by tuning into our services on, on a Sunday, but by taking part in some of the other things that we get up to. Uh, one of those things is meeting in smaller groups online during the week uh, to provide support and encouragement to one another in this really crazy time that we're in at the moment. Um, you know, perhaps you'd like to join in with the prayer course, which started last week. And it's a weekly one hour uh, online course with lots of uh, people like you just sort of joining in just wanting to discover a little bit more about prayer uh, and more people than ever at the moment are joining in with our midweek stuff that's going on at the moment and you can be one of those people so you know if you're interested in finding out a bit more drop us an email at hello at highgrove.church and we'd love to help you to get connected if you've got children would love to invite you to join in with our popular 7 9 30 a.m kids online service check this out Hey guys, I just want to tell you all about something awesome. But, but everything's not awesome right now. You are correct. Everything's not awesome, but surely that doesn't mean that it's hopeless and bleak. So what did you want to tell us, Emmett? Well, every Sunday morning, all of Highgrove Children's Church meet up on Zoom for 30 minutes of games, stories, chat and prayer. Now, that is awesome. Yes, thank you, Emmett. I'm a children's pastor at Highgrove Church, and I would love to invite you to our children's church Zoom sessions every Sunday morning at half past nine. Email me for more information. Our service this morning will be just under one hour long, and there's some great stuff coming up. In a few moments, Tom will be leading us in some worship songs. 
and we'll be hearing from someone part of our church family who's been helping people in financial debt at this time. And Jimmy is back to help Sam introduce the next in our Isolation Toolkit series. But this morning, uh, we've got something uh, a bit different from what we usually do every week. Um, at the end of our service today, you're invited to join us on Zoom for a, uh, to take communion together. Um, it will start shortly after 11.30am um, and uh, there'll be an opportunity for any who want to to stay on afterwards to catch up and to, to chat as part of that too. Uh, most of you will have received uh, an email with the access details in it, but it's, it's not too late. If you'd like to join in and don't know how, drop us uh, an email at uh, hello at highgrove.church right now and we'll send you the details to be able to get involved. We, we'd love you to join us. Yeah, um, and so I think we're just gonna hand over to Tom for worship now, um, but let's just take a moment just to pray. Dear Lord, I pray for this worship now. Um, I pray that we'll be able to praise you really well and that we'll be able to uh, show you all our love for you. I pray that um, Tom will be able to lead us really well and that um, we'll be able to feel uh, together as a church, um, even in um, however many different places that we are at the moment. I pray that we'll be able to praise you all together and lift up our voices to you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Good morning. We're going to start off with a song that um, not only uses our voices, but our bodies as well. Um, this song's got action. So if you want to join in, um, do stand up where you are, um, join in with the actions, follow along um, and let's worship our God.
And Lord, we thank you um, that you are powerful, you are mighty, you are creative, uh, you are the king above all kings, and yet you love us. Amen.
not ashamed. We are defiant in your name. You are the fire and I'm detained. You are the power. Thank you, Lord, that uh, for that truth that we are more than conquerors through Christ. And I thank you, Lord, that you are bigger than the current circumstances in the world, that you are stronger than the current circumstances in the world. Thank you, uh, Lord, that we can trust you. Uh, and thank you, Lord, for that opportunity to worship together. Amen. Amen. And um, so earlier this week, Holly caught up with Rachel to ask a bit about what she's doing to serve other people during this crisis. So over to Holly. Okay. Hey, Rachel, it's lovely to see you. And um, just, we'd love to be reminded of your role with Christians Against Poverty and what that involves. Sure. So I'm a debt coach on, on a voluntary basis and I work with another debt coach and the centre manager of the Bristol Northwest Debt Advice Centre. Uh, and we are we represent Christians Against Poverty in the local community. So my role specifically is to go and meet clients who have been referred to CAP and to introduce them to the work of CAP. And then if they want to work with us, help them through the process of becoming debt free and then delivering the financial advice that head office prepare for them. That's fab. Such important work, Rachel. So how is that continuing at the moment when you can't physically go and visit your clients? Yeah, obviously that was initially a big a big problem so for the first month we weren't able to go and see clients um, but CAP a head office have been working at developing a means that we can do the visits over the phone so the Financial Conduct Authority have now given us the go-ahead to do that so we can continue with their applications become debt-free which is brilliant. That is brilliant and um, what kind of impact is the current crisis having Rachel on your clients? Um, a number of ways really i mean the obviously on financial um food you know sort of lack of food uh not enough money to top up their gas and electricity meters um and then the delay in their becoming debt free is then increasing anxiety and depression and worry um and that's the other sort of issue for a lot of our clients is that they already have mental health problems and this is just compounding it all for them as well as like a lot of other people in the country dealing with isolation and struggling to look after young children at home and that kind of thing. Yeah. How can we be praying for you, Rachel, and the work of CAP? Uh, I think probably the main uh, two or three would be um, to, for, to pray for the resources for CAP, both financial uh, and in terms of staffing. A lot of the head office team are working from home or 
are not able to work so all the processing work is delayed so that would be good to pray about um, for the clients themselves that they will find the support that they need we're doing as much as we can to provide food and um, topping up uh, fuel meters uh, giving sort of emotional support where we can by texting or calling but yeah just i think just pray for extra protection over them particularly over the mental health yeah. um and thirdly i think wisdom for myself and other deck coaches for our team of befrienders who all kind of are trying to look out for our clients and um, helping them to deal with really difficult situations so wisdom as to how we can best help them Thank you so much, Rachel. It's great to get some insight into what you're doing. We would love to, as your church family, be praying for you at this time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks, guys. Let's uh, take a minute to pray on our own or with our households for, for Rachel, for the work of CAP, um, and for those in our city and our communities that are really struggling financially uh, during this crisis. Amen. Uh, it was great to hear from Rachel, wasn't it? You know, there'll be lots of people who are struggling a bit during this uh, time of isolation. You know, it might be that people are feeling lonely. It might be that people are feeling you know, really isolated, people feeling really worried about the future, people with, with money difficulties, all those stresses in, in family relationships, perhaps people who are sick themselves um, at this current time. But, you know, I think that we can all make a difference in the lives of those people. And I just want to give you a little challenge this morning. Uh, this week, why not text or call three people, at least three people, just to check in with them, to see how they're doing, to say that you're thinking of them, to encourage them. I reckon that that would be a really fantastic thing to do. So why not do that this week? Text or call at least three people. That's a great way to look out for people. You know, who, who's up for it? Yeah, we're going to do it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. we'll do it. Uh, we just want to let you know about a couple of things that are coming up this week. Um, firstly, back by popular demand, there's also another live worship event on Wednesday evening between 8pm and half past. It will be live on Facebook and also on our website. Tune in and get involved. And then next Sunday evening, the 10th of May, for, uh, at 8pm for an hour, um, we're starting this brand new course called, called Parenting for Faith. Um, you know, we believe that faith doesn't have a minimum age limit. You know, we believe that our children can get to know God for themselves. Um, you know, but what we do know is that as parents, we have a really, really significant task um, in that and a significant role in that. Um, it's a great course and it's completely free. Um, to find out more, contact Jo, uh, our children's pastor, on admin at highgrove.church and she would love to tell you more. Great. Um, well, now the moment that we've all been waiting for, it's time to hand over to Jimmy. Zoom!
I'm calling Joe on Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. She'll pick up very soon. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, hi, Joe. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> fine. Fine, Jimmy. This isn't like you. You're usually so happy. Uh, well, yeah, I know, but... But... Joe? Hmm? I'm a bit... I'm a bit down, to be honest. Oh, Jimmy. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Jimmy, are you worried about something? Well, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, probably. I mean, the world is is really strange, Joe. It's, it's got me a bit worried. It's true. It's a very weird time right now. Mm, yeah, because when you go out, you see people wearing masks. And, and, and Annie, she, she stresses out every time she comes home from shopping and disinfects everything and disinfects me. There isn't any toilet paper in the shops or I haven't seen my friends in ages. And, and I, miss, I miss my granny. <laughs> because my gran makes the best cookies. Yeah, they're even better than Oreos. I hope she's all right. Mm. I know what you mean. And not just me. Jesus knows what you mean too. Huh? Well, as Christians, we believe that Jesus knows just how we feel. When he lived on, her, on our earth, he was a real human with real emotions. And he often felt sad and worried too. That... I mean, that... That doesn't really make sense to me, Joe, really, I must say. Jimmy, why don't we open up the isolation toolkit and see if that cheers you up? Oh. I have my own isolation toolkit here. Well, it's worth a try, I suppose. Let's see. Hey. Have a look in my pocket. Oh. <gasps> oh! Oh! What? I what? Think there's another quiz. What is that? Apple. Oh! Well, it's an apple. Um, it's, it's an a, apple oh, with wait. a Chinese symbol on it, Jimmy. A, a chi- you f- oh! What? Joe, I don't speak yeah. that language. I don't. No. I don't. Nor do I, but... I know someone who does. Shall we call him my friend Steph? Oh, Steph? Can we let Stephanie in? Okay. I'll I'll do it here. I'll admit her to the meeting using my other hand. Yeah. Excellent. It's pretty good, though, isn't it? Very good. This one. I did it with this one. Yeah. Um, Well, maybe Stephanie can help us. Maybe. Look, here she comes. Oh, hello. Oh, Stephanie James is connecting. Oh, oh, I hope she can help, Joe. Oh, hi! Hi, Stephanie! Hi, Hello! Hi! Hi, Steph, mm. lovely to see you. Now, we were wondering if you knew what this letter meant. Mm. I know that character. That is the character for apple. Ooh. You uh, pronounce it ping. Can you try it to me? Uh, 
Jinping? Well done. That was very good, Jimmy. Oh, is that right? Is that happy? Oh, well, it's a nice sounding word, but it... Well, Stephanie, it doesn't solve our problem. We still don't know what the apple stands for. Hmm. Oh, I think I know. So there's another character in Chinese that's pronounced Ooh. the same. Oh, and it means peace. Maybe peace? Peace? Yeah, yeah, I think that does. I think it does. The apple Good. of peace. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thanks, okay. Steph. That's so helpful. Oh, wow. The apple of peace. Hmm. Hmm. So, Jimmy, this is the third part of our isolation toolkit series. Now, peace will really help you. Oh, good, good. Hmm. Um, because I don't see how, because that's something my mum says when she wants a break, you know. I just want five minutes of peace. Yes, indeed. But peace is so much more than that. It's not just being quiet or an absence of trouble. Peace is the presence of Jesus in the middle of all the trouble. Huh? What? You remember what we said about the fruit of the Spirit, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. The more time we spend with God, the more he's going to grow these fruit in us. When Jesus was born at Christmas, the angel said that Jesus would be the Prince of Peace. Now, that's his title. He is a kind, close and powerful God. He can take away our worries and instead makes us feel peaceful. And I think lots of people need this right now. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you're right. So, so can I give him all of my worries... Will that will that mean I can see my granny again? Sadly, not right now. The lockdown will probably carry on a little bit longer. But we can have God's peace in us, even when we're in trouble. He gives us hope and peace. Oh wow! Well, well, that that will definitely help me, Joe. Shall we pray for this now? Yeah, yeah. Let's. I'd like to do that. Right. Okay, I'll pray first and you can repeat after me. Okay. And you're at home too, if you would like to. Yeah, that would be nice. Okay, we'll close our eyes to help us to think and to focus. Oh, Jimmy. I can't, I can't really close my eyes, Joe. What I'll do is, I'll, I'll cover them. You don't have to, it just helps. That's all, helps us to focus. Dear God. Dear God. I thank you. I thank you. That you bring peace. That you bring peace. Even when the world is in a mess. Even when the world is in a mess. Please come now. Please come now. And fill me with your peace. And fill me with your peace. Amen. Amen. Oh, oh, amen. Hmm. Oh, Joe, thank you. Oh, I do. I am starting to feel a little bit better, actually. I'm starting to feel a little bit more peaceful. 
glad to hear it. Keep praying for peace every time you feel worried, Jimmy. Oh, that's... that peace stronger. Oh, great. I'll definitely try. Thank you, Joe. No worries. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy and Joe. Now, over to Sam. Good morning, Highgrove, and welcome to you. If this is your first time joining us online this morning, or perhaps if you're a regular with us, and we're looking this morning at different things that can help us in the midst of lockdown to live our lives well. And this week, we're thinking about how the Holy Spirit wants to grow peace in our lives. I wonder what brings you peace during lockdown. This week, I asked a couple of people how they find peace during lockdown, and this is what they had to say. Um, I think God and my family and my friends. Erin, what brings you peace during lockdown? Um, well, there's a lot of things, really, but for me, it's mainly drawing pictures. I drew this one last night and it really helped me calm down and get to sleep. Another big thing is my cats because they've been more like, they come to us more now and they've just been spending loads of time in my room. Also another thing, I like playing in the hammock swing I built, Abby and I built outside. It's really relaxing and chilling. Hi, just to say that we've been uh, keeping happy, we're doing jigsaw puzzles, reading, and uh, listening to church services. Yeah, it's been really good watching the church services. They've been brilliant. And also the um, shine, our shine group at night as well. That's been good. Abby, what brings you peace during lockdown? Hi. Um, so I was reading this book and it's super fascinating and that's what brings me peace. And um, I've got a swing in my back garden and that me and Erin built, and that brings me peace too. And the book um, that I've got, Knowing God, is very peaceful. So thanks for those. Uh, now, if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube this morning, why don't you drop a comment telling us what gives you peace during lockdown? Now, I wonder if you've ever been around someone who just seems to be peaceful. They're calm, they're, they're peaceful, they're serene. Things just don't seem to get to them in the way in which they get to others. You may find yourself thinking, if I had to live there, if I had to live with him, if I had to put up with that, I just wouldn't be peaceful. But and yet they are. And on closer inspection, you realise that it's an inner peace about them that's so attractive. It's not their outward circumstances. It's that they're peaceful on the inside. Now, the Bible has lots to say about peace. In Isaiah, it says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. you know, Paul in Philippians says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. I want us this morning to lay our hats on a particular verse from John chapter 16. It says this, I have told you these things 
so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. Notice how in the same breath you get peace and trouble. Peace and trouble can coexist. You can have trouble and you can have peace at the same time. Peace doesn't cancel trouble out. And as Joe and Jimmy said earlier on, peace is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of Jesus in the midst of trouble. So there was a competition set up in the Second World War and it was offering a prize for the best painting that illustrated peace. And there were lots of fantastic scenes that came in that were of pastoral scenes and quiet countryside and calm lakes and still waters and all that kind of stuff. And yet there was one painting that came in that was completely unlike all the others. It was of a raging waterfall and a storm, of blackened clouds and of torrential rain. And as the water came crashing down, right in the middle of this painting was a log. And on that log was sat a bird. And this bird was in full-throated song, singing its heart out in the midst of the storms. And of course, this painting got first prize. You know, the God of peace doesn't need to reside in safe rural landscapes, but like that bird, it can live in the middle of the mess in the middle of the brutal storms and the carnage all around and that bird was singing its heart out and so can we even when difficult times come peace and trouble can coexist so what does it mean to be at peace peace is not just a warm fuzzy feeling sometimes we talk about peace and quiet don't we and that kind of peace can seem quite a passive thing, quite a passive word. You may well be familiar with the Hebrew word that's used to describe peace, shalom. Now, sometimes this is used as a greeting, but it's not so much about the absence of conflict and turmoil, but about being in a right relationship with God and being a positive blessing, even in the midst of uncertain circumstances. Enjoying harmony and wholeness flourishing with God, with a family and those close by to us, and with the world around us. And so the New Testament develops this idea that peace isn't the absence of trouble, it's the presence of Jesus in your life that makes all the difference. Jesus says, in me you will have peace. Now Jesus has just finished saying that we need to stay connected to the vine. The world is powerless to give you the kind of peace that Jesus brings. Now in Romans 5 it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's Jesus that brings us this peace. Now what's robbing you of peace right now? What's troubling you? It might be the stress and the anxiety of homeschooling your kids. I can certainly relate to that one. It might be worry or anxiety. It might be just sheer busyness for you right now. Perhaps it's loneliness. It might be that you're hurrying around and waking up in the morning, just feeling exhausted, thinking about the day ahead. 
with that sense that you're always behind and playing catch up. You might find yourself getting distracted on your phone rather than staying close to Jesus, disconnected from others and disconnected from God. And the kind of peace that Jesus brings comes into its own in a crisis. You know, earlier on, I read a verse from Philippians that says that when we pray, God brings peace into our lives, that guards our hearts and our minds. It's like a military sentry, like having an armed guard over our heart and our mind. It protects us and puts us back together again. Now, if you're facing sickness, if Jesus is your healer, if you're in uncertain circumstances, Jesus is your anchor. He knows the end from the beginning and so you can trust in him because it's in him you find peace. It's his gift to each one of us. Our verse again is this. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. He says in this world you will have trouble. But here's the second part of that verse. Jesus says, I have overcome the world. We can take heart. He has overcome the world. He is our peace. He is the one in whom we can find that inner peace for our souls. Now you want to, might want to try this uh, this week of just a simple exercise of choosing to breathe in. Breathing in God's love for you. And breathing out the anger and the frustration. Choosing to breathe in patience. And breathing out that sense of hurry that you have in your life. Breathing in his peace. And breathing out anxiety and uncertainty. So this week in your small group or perhaps with uh, people that you live with in your house, just like previous weeks, we've got a couple of questions for you. Why don't you have a think about these? The first one's this, what brings you peace during lockdown? The second one is this, is there anything robbing you of peace right now? You know, it might be a trouble that you have in your life. It might be worry or anxiety. It could be busyness. It could be loneliness. And lastly, what can you do this week to allow the Prince of Peace to bring you peace? Let's close in prayer. Prince of Peace, I pray, Lord, that you would bring your peace from heaven. Lord, would you come and would you fill each one of us with your peace? Now may you, the Lord of peace itself, give us peace at all times and in every way. Amen. Well, thanks, Sam. You know, as we reflect on that message this morning, as we respond to God, we're going to head back into to worship. But just a reminder that there'll, there'll be a further opportunity to respond this morning by taking part in our communion service after the service on, on Zoom. Um, it's not too late to, uh, to request the details um, using this email address here. Um, so we'd love you to join us for that. But let's head into worship now.
All through 
Thank you, Lord, that you are such a good father to us. Lord, you're perfect in all of your ways. You love us with uh, an unexplainable, um, an unfathomable, uh, an unending love. And we thank you for that, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks uh, so much, Tom. Um, I just want to say this morning, if you've been tuning in and uh, you've you've got some questions about faith or you know what what it's all about we would love to direct you to a page on our website uh, highgrove.church/faith and there's just a lot more information there that might help with some of your questions or actually if you'd, you'd like to get in touch with us by email and we'd really love to help you um, just with any of those questions or to get a bit more connected into to church life uh, but as we come into land you know wherever you are um, whatever you're doing let's just take a minute just to say these words from the bible uh, together so here we go may the grace of the lord jesus christ and the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all amen amen thank you so much for being joining us today don't forget to join us on our communion and catch up on zoom right now it's not too late to email for the login details um, at hello at highgrove.church. So we hope to see you in a, a few minutes time, but otherwise have a wonderful week and we'll see you really soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.